Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I am joined by Stephanie as we do a uh, Bianca Belair showcase episode. So thanks for joining us today, Stephanie. Hello, thank you for having me. No problem at all. So yeah, this is probably a really good time to do an episode about Bianca Belair since she's probably one of the most, if not most, talked about wrestler in the company right now. So I'm excited to really just talk about, you know, how much of big fans we are of her, what we have thought about her career so far in WWE, and also what we kind of are hoping to see in her future. Right. No, I definitely agree. And just throwing this out there, I am repping her with shirt. With the climate and with the way that I see that, and I'm about to <laughs> order her new shirt. I, I need to order that shirt too. I should have took advantage of when they had that um buy one get one for a dollar sale. It's fifteen dollars now. Oh really? Yes, it is. Okay, I think I might need to visit the <laughs> WWE shop after we're done recording. But it's like I feel like out of everybody right now, as far as like female wrestlers, I mean, I like there aren't really too many people that I dislike. But she is, she is just my, personally my favorite, just all around favorite female wrestler. Like everything that she tweets, nine times out of ten, I'm going to retweet it. I'm going to comment on it. I'm going to call her a queen. I'm going to just say all these things. Any podcast she's on, I'm going to listen to it. Any interview, I'm going to watch it. Anything that she does right now, it. It's like it, anything she touches, she has like the Midas touch. She, it's it's mm-hmm. gold because she is literally the conversation. Exactly. Like she reminds me of like Sasha Banks from 2016 when everyone was talking about her. She, you know, she was the hottest thing in wrestling. I'm just, you know, I'm just waiting for fans to start chanting like we want Bianca like or something, you know, that really like helps start like a revolution with her because like you said, like she's all around perfect she has absolutely everything you know you need to be a wwe superstar she has you know the skills in the ring she has the look she has the character she has the mic skill she has the charisma she's perfect yeah and it personally boggles my mind why she hasn't had a title around her waist yet hopefully that changes at wrestlemania but WWE has uh, screwed us over before. Like, there's been plenty of times where we thought, you know, a wrestler was going to get that gold around their waist and they were on fire and they just did not pull the trigger. So, but maybe things will change at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's like I'm really trying to be – like, after her match at, the, at TakeOver Portland – I'm not going to lie. I thought that TakeOver Portland was a great show from top to bottom. And I had a feeling that she wasn't going to win only because it was just a random takeover. Mm-hmm. It was just a random takeover. So I had a feeling that she wasn't going to win. But even after her loss and the matches that we got after that, I'm, I was still just like, wow. I mean, these matches are so great. These guys are putting on a show but I couldn't stop thinking about her loss. But it didn't bother me. I wasn't, like, all worked up and pissed off that she lost because I'm like, listen, man, if I, – I felt like 
I feel like they're just going to turn this into a triple threat. I just, I don't like to fantasy book or do or anything like that or speculate, but I'm no, like, I it's do. more to the story. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I felt like it was just more to the story, more that was going to add to it. Because at the end of the day, like I said, anything that she does, people are watching, people are listening, people that aren't even into wrestling, what they got black women wrestlers, they got, they're still giving black wrestlers a chance. Yeah. They're watching, like they're literally watching everything that she does. And it bothered me when people were kind of like almost attacking Mark Henry because he's like, come on guys, relax. Like her moment is coming. And I'm thinking, why are y'all attacking him? Like Mark Henry is a pioneer. If it wasn't for Mark Henry, Bianca Belair, like he's the one that discovered her. Yeah, he's, if it wasn't for him, she probably wouldn't even be in this position because it's not like she was a wrestler on Indies scratching and clawing to get in. He reached out to her, seeing her, um, I, I don't know what he saw online or whatever of her, but he saw something. That's when she, she was doing CrossFit. And yeah. then I guess he must have commented or something on her um, social media. And then he was like, okay, well, I can get you a tryout, but you got to do the work. And she exactly. did the work yeah. and she proved, she proved it to everybody. Like the first time I remember seeing her for me personally was in the Mae Young Classic. And she went against, I think like Sage Beckett and she won that match. And when I saw her, I was like, well, first of all, she's absolutely stunning. She's beautiful. She's flawless. The potent, and it was just her look. I don't think I've ever seen anybody no, there hasn't really been anybody, at least not to my knowledge, if it if there was somebody, it escapes me. But the ponytail, I was like, well, this is different. Okay, what is she going to do with this? Mm-hmm. And then when she made it to round two, um, her match was against Kyrie Sane. It was such a great match. And then she ended up losing. I still didn't look at her any different. I'm like, oh, well, this girl has promise. Like, she's there's something special about her without me really even seeing too much of what she did. And then look at where we are now. I'm like, man, come on. So I mean, I feel like there's definitely more coming because, and this is no disrespect to anybody else. I mean, Rhea Ripley, I've always liked Rhea Ripley, even when she was like little face Rhea Ripley Mm. in the Mae Young Classic. And then she went to NXT UK. She was a heel. Then she's back over here doing her thing. She's the champ. But if you think about it, people are talking about Bianca Belair. They're not talking about Rhea Ripley. I mean, people are still talking about her outfit or her gear from mm-hmm. TakeOver Portland. My sister does not watch wrestling, nor does she care, but it's my sister. And I want to tell her stuff that I care about. So I'm telling her about this stuff. She doesn't care. And I'm showing her these pictures. And she's like, wow. I was like, yeah. And she made this gear. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. And then she was on the up, up, down, down with Xavier Woods. I'm like, what can't she do? She's like, oh, yeah, I played all these sports. I make my own gear. I used to do hair. I did this. I did that. I'm like, oh, my God, this girl is just a modern day renaissance woman. Exactly. Like, she's like a one of a kind because, like you said, she can do it all. She's athletic. She's very good at what she does when it comes to wrestling. She can... You know, she designs her own outfits, and they're good. I mean, anyone can attempt to design their own stuff, but, I mean, she's really mastered her craft at it, and it's just amazing. Like, her gear is just on point, and that's one of the things that really, like, can attract you, and that's a a big important thing. Like, people think, oh, it's the wrestling skills. No, when you see your first impression, when you see a wrestler is, like, everything – 
and that alone will get your eyeballs on her. If, if they're just a regular stand-up wrestler, you may just kind of, okay, I'll be on my phone doing this. But no, when you see something like that, your eyes are glued to the TV. And that's really important when it comes to getting yourself that exposure and, you know, more eyeballs on you. Yeah. Like, the same feeling that I have about her, but it's, pro- it's more, is I remember years ago, um, I went to a live event. And this was before NXT became the phenomenon that it is now. And Sasha Banks was, this is how long ago this was. Corey Graves was on the show. He was wrestling. That was and minute. yeah, that was a minute ago. Yeah. And Sasha Banks was there too. And I, I remember just, you know, looking at my ex, I'm like, well, who's this girl? Cause she had this bright pink hair and, you know, I'm just like, well, who is she? She looked like a star. And I hadn't seen her do anything. I didn't even know her name. So that's how long ago that was. It's like when I saw Bianca in the Mae Young Classic, I'm like, okay, she got something. And then her match with Kyrie, I'm like, okay, she got something. And then when they showed like a behind the scenes video of her after the Kyrie Sane match and triple, and she was just crying, you know, I could only imagine it being so emotional, you know, and um triple h was just consoling her telling her she did well i'm just like oh my god i feel for her you know even though it who knows it could have just been her in character i have no idea but i'm like oh yeah i need to see everything this girl is doing and then she went on this undefeated streak mm-hmm. and then when they would do these videos and you know promotional videos with her it was so funny because i just didn't it took me a second to figure out what the est meant i know i'm not the only one because somebody asked me a couple of months ago they're like what does it even mean i'm like bestest fastest toughest etc but Mm -hmm. it's like they would do these promotional videos with her and she's like yeah so when i was a kid i mean i was amazing i was good at everything whatever i'm better than you i'm always going to be better than you i see people looking at me i'm not about to like play myself down to your insecurities I'm going to go to the best of my ability. I'm always going to be better. Bye. I'm like, oh my God. Her confidence level is through the roof. This is amazing. This girl is great. Mm-hmm. So it's like she has the look, the athleticism, the character. And it's like, I really, she probably isn't too far from like the character based on, you know, things that she said in the, in like on different podcasts she's been on. I'm like, come on. They got to capitalize on this. So I, I see a big win coming where I don't know. Yeah, I mean, too, for me, it, it has to be at WrestleMania. Like, she's on fire and she's going to continue the, you know, get even more popular and gain more momentum leading up to WrestleMania. I feel like they cannot, you know, miss out on this opportunity because I can't see Charlotte winning. You know, I don't, you know, she's been NXT champion. To me, there's really no point. I feel like her being in this match is good for both Rhea and Bianca because it's good exposure. It's good. It's it's a learning curve, kind of like Natty when she wrestles, you know, some of the younger stars. It's a good way to kind of like mentor them a little bit. Yeah. But then with Charlotte having all that star power, it also is going to help get a lot of eyeballs on this match too. Because if it was just Bianca and Rhea, you know, all your casual fans who really don't watch NXT may not have interest, you know, not watch it. So this is going to help give Bianca and Rhea that exposure that they both deserve. And to me, it's it's just, it's a moment that Bianca deserves, honestly, winning this, you know, NXT title at WrestleMania because, like you said, she's 
they need to capitalize on it. There's no hotter start right now. It would just be if she doesn't win at WrestleMania, there's going to be an outrage. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be that fake outrage. I you know. Whatever. Twitter is going to, oh, I'm going to cancel my network and all this stuff. Okay, fine. A lot of people that said they were going to cancel the network because they were outraged after Hell in a Cell, they're still live tweeting with us during every yep. pay-per-view. So exactly. whatever. I, I don't care. But I just feel like her moment is coming because think about it. It's like wrestling doesn't have to be all negative. Like mm-hmm. I said, I look at wrestling not to over-criticize or over-analyze and 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 be so nitpicky to where it's not enjoyable because if that's the case why am i even watching it i look at wrestling as an escape from reality from all the other things that may be going on in my life personally or just in general i look at it for what it is i look at it as entertainment you know mm-hmm. i i just we thought the same thing like oh man are they gotta do something with keith lee he gotta win this he gotta win that i'm pretty sure people didn't think that he would win the title and look at him now Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a moment. And then he was on backstage uh, on Tuesday and just, I'm just like, God, he just carries himself like a champ. Mm-hmm. The way that he talks, the way that he moves, the things that he says, he's so articulate. And he was having a conversation again with Mark Henry. I'm like, man, this is just great. And Mark Henry really brought us Bianca Belair. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Exactly. I appreciate him so much for that too. And it's like that and that's the one thing with NXT though, when there's a wrestler who has momentum and the fans get behind, they usually capitalize on it. Like yeah. we saw that with Keith Lee. We've seen that in the past with, you know, Sasha Banks or um excuse me, Johnny Gargano. Like I never thought he was gonna be NXT champion. Like I, I knew he was great. But, you know, he just – he was a random kind of. And then he just – the whole Johnny Wrestling thing got over and he gained all that momentum. And boom, look at him now. And Yeah. You know, they – you know, Triple H really notices that, th- that stuff. He notices what the fans want and he gives it to them. And, you know, I wish they did that more on the main roster. But it's a little bit more difficult because of, you know, it's, it's a, a variety of different fans on the main roster versus NXT as your hardcore fans who all want the same thing. Yeah. So I just feel like they got to do it. And kind of going back to, you know, you mentioned her gear, like it stands out. And and that's the thing is like, if you want to be a star, you got to look like a star there, you know, because back in the day when we were growing up watching wrestling in the nineties, a lot of the wrestlers, they had that look to them that really stood out. Like, you know, Stone Cold had that look, The Rock had his look, Kane, Undertaker, Mankind. You don't really... You know, wrestling in general has kind of slowly gone away from that, and it's a lot of wrestlers, like, they all look the same now. But my thing is, I don't think that has anything to do with, I mean, it's not really all on a company. It's it's just, you know, it's a lot of people that can wrestle, and that's it. But then they have to, where's your character? And that's, it's like, NXT isn't a developmental brand, but in a way it is kind of a developmental brand because that's where people go to like establish their character and kind of fine tune it and do all these things. And I don't know. That's one thing that definitely drew me into Bianca Belair just because like, okay, 
this girl is beautiful. She can wrestle. She's strong. She can talk. She's super confident and has every right to be because she can back it all up. And she's a larger than life character. I mean, now it's just a lot of wrestlers, but mm-hmm. she that's what wrestlers were. Like, you know, like you said, like back in the day or whatever, they're supposed to be larger than life characters. And she is. She created her own lane mm-hmm. and she's living in it and she's doing it and she just keeps upping it and just going up and up and up. And I'm like, wow. I mean, what can't this girl do? She wasn't even on NXT for 10 minutes last night. And I'm like, oh my God, I lost my mind. <laughs> I I got. I'm watching that. I'm watching that when that comes on, you know, later. But I saw what she did, and it's like she's must see every time she's on TV. And you know, and like you said, she just keeps getting better and up in her game. And to me, like wrestlers like that deserve everything. Like you know, when you can go out there on your own and make yourself stand out, Mm -hmm. you know that that's what you need to do. Like. And she does it. She's on social media too. She's always doing it. Like a lot of these, like some of these wrestlers who want these moments, they need to they need to take notes from wrestlers like her. Like look at what she's doing and think about how you can do that for yourself. Right. And then you said it. Like one thing with her, even without her having a title right now, she's creating moments. Like I'm still not over her moments at the Royal Rumble when Alexa Bliss came out okay whatever fine she's number one then Bianca Belair comes out as number two black lipstick is popping her gear her walk from the back to the ring I'm like this is just crazy and the reaction that she got when she walked out I'm like yeah they know (laughs) they know Mm -hmm. and then she and it's like and there's still it has to go further with her in, in Charlotte because Charlotte is the one that eliminated her from the Rumble. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm like, I mean, come on. There's already a story right there. So. That's what I want to see, like, queen versus queen. Like, I, I want to see that feud. Hopefully, assuming that um she wins the NXT title at WrestleMania, they could do a feud between her and Charlotte. Like, I think that would be really awesome. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. I agree. Because it's like, you know, people can say, oh, my gosh, Charlotte, blah, blah, blah. And She's so, I'm tired of her. I mean, people be tired of her, whatever. She had too many title reigns, fine, whatever. But she can wrestle her ass off. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. She can wrestle her ass off. And if you're in a feud with Charlotte Flair, it means something. Oh, so yeah. I'm just like, I mean, it, it would be benef- it, it'll be beneficial for all parties involved if they do have the triple threat at WrestleMania or whenever. But mm-hmm. one thing I'm not worried about is, and I'm, I'm going to have to pray about it, <laughs> but one thing I'm just definitely not worried about is, is, is WWE or whomever dulling her, dulling her shine. Like it just, they'd be a fool to do that. They would. No they'd be a fool to it. do that. Like, come on, come on. So I, I don't have anything but great things to say about her. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there's nothing. Like, it, it, even a lot of wrestlers I do, like, there's still that one thing. I think oh, they can improve on this. Like, you know, I'm a huge Ember Moon fan. I still think she needs to work on her promo skills a little bit. But, like, with Bianca, I don't think there's anything that she needs to work on. No. I mean, and the thing is, it's like you'll always get 
better and better and better and better. And then she's had she hasn't even been wrestling for that long. And I'm like, that's wow. the crazy thing too. Like, cause I'll be honest with you, when I first saw her on NXT TV, I don't know exactly when, but mm-hmm. it was just kind of like a random match. And when I first saw her, cause this was because obviously we know when you know NXT got you know really popular is when they started signing all these big names from the India independent circuit versus what they were doing in the past when they were kind of more so signing you know athletes and trying to development them in the wrestlers. I kind of looked at Bianca and I was like, yeah, I like her look. She's really you know she's really pretty, but I'm like, mm-hmm. will she ever be at that level? Because since she didn't come from the independent circuit, she didn't already have you know that experience. I'm thinking like, oh, she she may never really get to that level as like a Sasha or Asuka or anything like that. So I just kind of just like, you know, whatever. But then the the match that really got me invested in hers, you know how like um they would always do like a dark match before a takeover event, then they would air that dark match on the following yeah. week of NXT. He had a match versus Dakota Kai. I think it was at NXT TakeOver Chicago, maybe. And that I was, remember that. That was the first time that, uh you know, Bianca had fought in front of a takeover crowd versus that full sale university like this is a big crowd and just mm-hmm. how well she carried herself when she was coming down that ramp because you know how she comes out like she's the best thing in the world i remember seeing her i was like you know what this girl like has it like she looks like a star she's carrying herself very well and probably the largest crowd she's ever been in front of i'm like they need to put her in a title for you and see where she goes with it and then ever since then I've been like invested in her and I just keep becoming more and more of a fan of her. And then when they, they put her in that feud with Shayna, she looked like a million bucks leading up to mm-hmm. that. Feud. And it upset me that they didn't put the title on her, but I wasn't like, cause obviously, you know, I love Shayna too. So I was like, okay, whatever, Bianca will get her chance again. Yeah. I was torn with that just only because like Shayna was so, Shayna was so mean and she was so nasty. And I'm like, the meaner she got, I'm like, I love her because she was so nasty. And I'm like, I was really torn. And um, either way, if she, if whoever would have won, I would have been happy. Exactly. Like the one cool thing about that feud is we kind of got to see a taste of like a face Bianca. Like she wasn't. Yeah, she was. She was standing up to the bully. Yeah, it wasn't for long, but it was still kind of awesome. Like it was kind of like Mm -hmm. I can accept her because you know how like some people you're like, oh, they gotta stay healed, they gotta stay this. I can, Mm -hmm. I can accept her as a face if she's kind of like a badass kind of face. You know, I don't want her to. you know, kind of go all John Cena and all out there and talk about never giving up and cheesy <laughs> stuff, but she can kind of still be like that badass good guy kind of, yeah. you know, thing, you know, but it was, it was a, a nice little, you know, sample. I was like, okay, okay, I can, I can deal with this, you know, like, you know. Yeah. It's like, I remember when I went to, I went to an NXT live event and for it to have been a live event on just a random Saturday, everybody was there. <laughs> like everybody that is on TV now. Was I remember there. you posted like all the you know tweets and all the like, Pete Dunn, Bianca. That was when Bianca Pete. was teaming up with um that one chick. Um Yeah, she it was crazy because Rhea Ripley came out with um it's funny that she just debuted on TV with Reina Gonzalez, now Raquel gonzalez <laughs> and 
okay, they were the heels or whatever. And then Bianca was there with Karen Q. Karen, and that was yes. the first time I had seen Karen. I was like, oh, she's like really cute. And it was a great match. But I just remember when Bianca came out, it was a friend of mine that was there with me because I took my niece with me. And I was just so like, I was like, oh, am I starstruck right now? Like, what is what is this about? And my friend was like, wow, I really didn't know that you liked her that much. I was like, well, I mean, look at her. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> look at like, her. How can you I was just so kind of like how people are so starstruck with Velveteen Dream. That's how I was <laughs> with Bianca Belair. And when he was because he was there and my niece is 15 and Velveteen came out and he pointed at her and she just froze. She still talks about that. I think it's been, I think it's been maybe close. It's been about six or seven months that since that mm-hmm. show, but I mean, she froze. And I was like, wow, I wonder if that's how I looked when she came out because she just has this aura and carries herself like a star, mm-hmm. which is what a wrestler should be. You're not, if you don't believe that you're a star, nobody else is going to believe it. And her video packages and the stuff that she says, oh, she believes it. Mm-hmm. And she can back it up to the last drop. Gotcha. Like I, I totally agree that like some people will look at that as being like cocky. No, like if you're confident and you feel like and like in especially in that kind of business, you need that you know want to be the best. Mm-hmm. If you had the mindset where oh no, there's all these people better than me, you know, then you're not gonna. Do, I mean, just like in any job, you know, you have to want to be the best if you want to move up and you know be a top player for whatever company wrestling promotion or whatever like that you need that mindset don't be an asshole about it but mm-hmm. you know be confident like that's the thing is you know big key is you know always being confident and you know uh keep staying hungry too like you can't never like that's that's the one thing too i will say is never be content where you are in life always want more because if you're content you're always going to just be going that straight line if some people are okay with that yeah, I'm sure there's wrestlers in WWE who are okay with where they're at. They're okay with the mid card. They're just happy to have a job. They're doing their passion. But like, if you really want to strive to be the best and be the top, like you've got to be hungry. Yeah, no, I agree. And then this is random. Another thing I was thinking about, because like I said, I just kind of went through the network just to, okay, well, let me just kind of take a snapshot of everything or a lot of things that she's done. And when the NXT women... Uh, made their debut at WrestleMania. I think that was last year. No, no, no. It had to have been the year before that. Yeah. And um, I know people would say, man, I really wish that they would have her go to Raw and face Becky. But then I'm just like, well, I don't know because it's like they're acting like Becky is this like five-star wrestler right now and I don't see it. For me personally. And that's... I, I, I hate to say that I just I don't see it personally but I don't just like her I like what she stands for mm-hmm. but then I forgot that you know there's a story there too I don't know Becky is the one I believe that eliminated Bianca from that um battle royal so I don't remember who eliminated her and uh it throws Becky I looked no I only I only know that because I looked it up okay <laughs> so she did okay <laughs> like 30 so ago my thing with like because i'm one of those people who would love to see you know bianca go to raw and dethrone becky is not necessarily because you know i think that it could be a five-star match or anything you know i just think because becky at the end of the day becky's a big name she's probably one of the oh, yeah. biggest draws in the company and 
you know, there are the fans that are turning on Becky for a variety of different reasons. And I just I wonder why be, I wonder why that is. I you know very well why. <laughs> but um <laughs> but like because of uh, you know Becky being such a big name and whoever beats Becky and takes that title it's going to be a big deal it's going to yeah. be talked about all over the place if Bianca hypothetically was the one to do that her name is going to be all over the place like it, it's going to it's yeah. not just going to be on social media it's going to be like probably it's going like to ESPN stuff you know it's gonna it's gonna be a good rub for Bianca you know a well-deserved one too and I would I want whoever beats Becky like I do want it to be a big deal like someone who's I don't want it to be just some random person like I want it to be someone who can really kind of like kind of like a pass of the torch kind of thing I'm if wondering that, if it'll be Shayna because I mean Shayna did bite the shit out of her neck yeah I don't know honestly like I <laughs> I can see Becky retaining against Shayna and then maybe Ronda Rousey coming back. I like the thing is I love Shayna. Yeah. And I would love to see her as, you know, a Raw or um SmackDown women's champion. I think it's gonna happen. It's inevitable. My only thing is like I said, like I want this to be kind of a passing of the torch thing and Shayna, like, this is nothing against her, but she's like forty years old now. How much longer will she wrestle? You know, I rather I, I want WWE to build the future. Yeah, I know. I mean, I I don't know, man. I just I don't know because Oscar's pro. I think Oscar might be the same age. Oscar's as pushing. She's in. She's probably around like thirty-seven, thirty-eight-ish. So she's pushing yeah, forty-two. I think, and I. But that's what. What Shayna's not over forty though. I could look that up, but she's Let's, she's pushing. Yeah. She's, she's at least thirty-nine, honestly. Because I I looked it up before, and I, 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 I and amazed. I guess what I'm thinking is I don't see. Okay, well, if Shayna's in her late thirties and Oscar is too, I don't see what age has to do with it. Well, she's yeah, but 39. That's just me, though. Well, Shayna Baszler's 39 years old. Well, my thing with age is, obviously, the older you get, the less you're going to be able to do. But wrestler, you don't wrestle forever. And the thing is, traditionally, like, women don't wrestle as long. I mean, I know Tamina's in her early 40s. She's still doing it. Natty's in her late 30s. But I don't know. Like, it's just we have how many – women wrestlers at least in wwe have we seen in their 40s wrestle mickey it's james not... what was that mickey james i yeah. think mickey james is like four i mean i i don't know like i guess i don't want to really get into semantics like that i just yeah. don't see really the difference like okay where well, you got women that are wrestling and look at i mean look at trish stratus she i mean yeah she's retired now but she's in her 40s and had a bang up match oh yeah with, i'm not um, saying they can't wrestle at, like a good match in their 40s it's just at the end of the day like i just i'd rather them build up someone younger who you know can do this for longer because and i would have never, never i would have never known if shane i would have never known shana's age if somebody or whomever didn't like I mean, she looks a lot internet. younger than what she is i'll say that yeah that's like, what i'm saying i would have never known her age so if you didn't know her age then i don't see what the difference would be because there are a lot of men that are in their 40s and they can yeah. still go aj randy but potato potato bianca's the future 
that's that yes. on that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like Bianca, like because the one thing on Raw though is like there's not much of a, not many you know big names out there for Becky. You know, like now she's got Shayna and you know like it. It would be nice to add Bianca to that list, honestly, especially since her sure. husband is on Raw. It makes sense. She's yeah. even said on um her you know um episodes with uh Lillian Garcia that she you know wants to travel with her husband like they're inseparable like she wants to be on the same brand as him and with her yeah I don't think they separate husbands and wives they don't Vince McMahon does not do that so Mm -hmm. it's still kind of I'm still kind of confused why Bianca's still in NXT I thought she would have probably been once when the Street Profits officially came to Raw I'm like okay Bianca's gonna be not too far behind them and she's still in NXT so I don't know, you know, considering how close they are. I mean, I see them, they're posting pictures together all the time on social media. So they, 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 I don't know if she travels with them because I know it, well, NXT's live now, so they don't do that recording. I don't know how they do it. They make it work. You know, I just, I, I just think it makes sense for them to be on the same brand. So, but we'll just have to see what happens in the future. Oh no, I no, I get that. I'm I'm anxious. I just I just see big things and I get it. People are gonna have their opinions and people are gonna be disappointed when their faves don't win. So I'm not saying that I'm never disappointed, mm-hmm. like dang, I really thought that she had it here or I thought she had it there, but either way, you can still catapult and be like a megastar or a big superstar on the main roster when her time comes without having the title in NXT because look at Alexa Bliss hell look at Becky Becky is one of the biggest wrestlers at WWE today and just a couple of years ago she was making videos about quinoa I mean <laughs> albeit albeit the videos were funny I mean yeah they were funny but it's like I don't know I'm just trying to look at it like that like okay Bianca doesn't have the title right now she can still go to the main roster and things may be totally different. I'm just not going to go into it all negative and pissed off yeah. all the time. You can be a big star and not have the title in NXT, but then blow up. Exactly. On the, the only the only thing is I feel like if she left NXT without winning the title, I, I feel like it's, you know, unfinished business. Because the one thing is like Becky and Alexa, they weren't really that big in NXT. Like Becky had she had some momentum because of her feud with Sasha and all that, but Alexa really didn't do much in NXT and also it's like, it was accepting when they didn't necessarily win, but Bianca has been such a big star in NXT for so long. I feel like she kind of has to win it, you know, especially since NXT is like, they're making, they're making NXT a big deal. Now we've seen how, how strong they made NXT look at survivor series, Royal rumble, and now they're going to have the first ever like NXT match at WrestleMania. Like, I feel like you need someone like Bianca to be like the face of the brand. And honestly. Yeah. But then again, you know, she could leave NXT and they'll still be fine. Cause that women's roster is stacked. Yeah, it is. I just think either way, wherever she ends up, she said, so it doesn't even really matter. Yeah, she's gonna excel wherever, and she's a star. She deserves all the recognition and all the attention that she's getting right now, like the Black Queen that she is. So, I mean, I'm just ready to see what's next. Honestly, I mean, if she gets to that mania, 
great. But I can see bigger things, bigger than mm-hmm. what they are now. I see bigger things coming. That's all I care about. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's like, with all the noise that she's making and with, you know, all the fans raving about her, there's no doubt about it. WWE's going to continue to do big things with her, with or without that title. Like, we're going to see her in big feuds. Hopefully, like, I'm still kind of hoping, like, for maybe down the road, her having an alliance with Sasha Banks and then, you know, one of them turning on each other and them having a feud. That's a dream feud right there. Oh, I know you'd like to see that. Oh, hell yeah, them both together. I've even said, like, it would be so cool for, like, a team bad 2.0, Sasha, Naomi, and Bianca. Yeah, that'd be cool. They would make a badass little crew. That would be cool. I I can't deny that. And then have them break apart or break away like how Mm -hmm. Sasha did. The first I, can, time. I can see her going to Raw 2 and being a face and like kind of like aligning with, you know, the Street Profits. I think they would be all funny together because I know Bianca, she could be a funny person and, you know, just have fun. Like that would be so fun watching them. Obviously, I still want to see the heel Bianca wherever she mm-hmm. goes, but I still yeah. think that would be a good, if she's going to be faced on the main roster, like put her with her husband and, you know, Dawkins and they would be funny. It would be kind of like the New Day in a way, just, you know, with a female. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, just, hopefully they don't, you know, put unicorn horns and all on them and stuff like oh, that. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I don't know. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention about Bianca? Um... Not really, because anything I, I feel like anything else I'd say at this point would be redundant. Yeah, I mean, I feel like and I we touched bases on everything. I mean, we talked about how we got into her, what she's done so far, things that we want to see, you know, and just, you know, her character and everything. I mean, yeah, she's like, you know, we both said she's all around the most probably well-rounded wrestler male or female in the company and she deserves everything yeah yeah i just i just hope that she continues to continue to create moments because after the royal rumble people were talking about her with charlotte her and Rhea in the ring with the girl you don't go here people are still talking about her in that moment takeover my thread like my twitter feed is Bianca Belair, like anything she does, retweets, likes, mm-hmm. comments, the whole nine. So, I mean, now it's just a waiting game and just wait and see and just enjoy the ride. Exactly. I'm enjoying it myself. And honestly, when we're done recording, I'm going to probably, I'm going to watch that match with her and Dakota Kai at um, that takeover. Gotcha. Yeah, I, that, really I do remember that. that one. That was a really good match. Yes, I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna, I might watch that takeover. I kind of want to watch the takeover card again anyway before NXT comes on tonight. So yeah, I'm gonna watch. I am craving for some Bianca matches right now. <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah, that's that's definitely not a bad thing. I mean, people say too much of anything's a bad thing, but I don't think too much of that is a bad thing at all. It's Bianca. Not at all. Oh, wow. Well, I think that wraps up our episode. Uh, I don't really think there's anything that we can say that we haven't said already about Bianca, other than she's just, she's the best. The EST, duh. Missed opportunity. 
<laughs> oh, Thanks. darn it. <laughs> darn it. Darn it the heck. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, Stephanie, as always, it was definitely fun chatting with you. Oh, same oh. here, of course. And, uh, yeah, thank, uh, thank you for uh, joining us today on O-Face. And um, thank you all, everyone who stood through this whole episode. Um, we've done this for, what, what an hour? Oh, has it been? Yeah, wow. I think it's been over an hour, maybe, or maybe a little close to an hour. I'll find out when when um, the recording's up. But yeah, it was definitely really fun. So yeah, thank you again, Stephanie. You're very welcome. And everyone watching, you all have a great night, and make sure you root for Bianca at WrestleMania. Yes, the EST. EST. All right, thank you all for tuning in.